Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist-recommended This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. Uh, it's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums, and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact... Mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This, this is, is the game, game of roses. Welcome to the game, game of roses. roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues, and there has been a development in the Sauce Wars. Wee you, wee you. I mean, you know, we always talk about the Sauce Wars escalating, and that simply is because they are. These wars are uh, escalating on us. Mm-hmm. And today is digging deeper. Today is Monday. We're going to go through a bunch of different clips 
from the various Bachelor Nation podcasts. We're going to play the most important clips, the ones that you need to listen to. Dark Secret does a fantastic job of listening to all of this for us, pulling out the important seeds from these podcasts, the things that really are describing the state of the sauce wars now and putting them in uh, these episodes for us. And we're going to, of course, analyze them. Today, we have for you some clips from a brand new podcast. Not brand new. It's nine episodes in, but this is the first time we've ever played clips from it. This podcast is called uh, Yeah, But Who Cares? The hosts are Susanna Allen and one Bree Springs. That is the third place finisher on Matt James' historic season 25 of The Bachelor. They have a podcast together. And the clips we're going to play from you have a certain specific guest, Rachel Kirkconnell, the ring winner from Matt James Historic Bachelor Season 25. They reveal so much. I, I don't even know how to begin to describe what is revealed in these clips. It is astonishing. Let's just say they're definitely on the T side of the softwares. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> shots are fired and shots are fired again and shots are fired again and again and again and again and again in these clips. We are going to get things that I just I, I never thought would ever be revealed about how producers treated Kirkconnell when she wanted to issue a statement after the antebellum scandal about how Bree Springs was. I mean, it's unreal the amount of tea that they have in these clips. So we hope you will stick around to listen to those. That's kind of the main meat of this meal we are about to serve. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous offering. I was astounded and it will astound and delight. And we also got some... And horrified. Yeah, it will astound, <laughs> delight, and horrify, just as our beloved game does on a weekly basis. But we also have a bunch of clips from Clickbait, from Will You Accept This Rose, from Happy Hour. The Happy Hour clips are pretty interesting too. Casey Woods... Shows us what a true fence player is, dipping into the <laughs> sauce and dipping into the tea almost simultaneously in some of these clips. We, of course, have some clips from the Vial Files as well. So we hope that you will enjoy this episode of Digging Deeper. Okay, so... You know how this works. If you've heard this before, we're going to play all these clips from all these various podcasts. We're going to break them down for you. We start today's Digging Deeper with a clip from Will You Accept This Rose with guests Ashley, Serena, and Grocery. This is from October 25th. In this first clip, Ashley Iaconetti uses a gore term but incorrectly <laughs> attributes its creation to the players. Here we go. I love Jill. She's from Rhode Island. Yeah, she So is. I've known her for like almost a year now. She sure came she in. Is. And she sure was, she is. Yeah, yeah. She was like, I'm on the new season. And I'm like, what? We're like yeah. in the middle of a crowded room. And she's, yeah, so we struggled with friendship. And I knew she had such a good reality TV personality. Yes. But like they had nothing to work with with her. With, with Clayton. Clayton. Clay tour. And so when half they, man, half yeah. centaur. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I had a feeling they would call her back from Paradise. And when she got the call that she was going to be on first sand which yeah. is the slang term now first I've sand heard, I've oh, what? Heard that. okay so they, if you're the first group on paradise now they call it being first sand is so that like I, a contestant made up term it's a contestant a contestant made up term so like all call each other like I'm first sand I'm first sand I'm always first sand crushing not only is it crushing I have some personal history with will you accept this rose this podcast 
It is hosted by Arden Mirren, who was originally Kate Walsh's oh. best friend in Bad Judge and the pilot, the show that you and I met on. Uh, she was summarily dismissed by the network when they decided she should not have a best friend. And so we had to edit her out of the entire episode, remove that character. And then two weeks into the writer's room opening, the network was like, you know what Kate Walsh should have in this show? A best friend. Can you guys create one of those? And I was just like, Jesus Christ, that's network TV <laughs> for you. But I also appeared on Will You Accept This Rose some time ago before we ever started Game of Roses. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I was I doing notice. Bachelor Clues memes, and I believe, I forget how this came about. We have mutual friends, Arden and I, and somehow it came up in some conversation that I was into The Bachelor, and she had me on her show. Can't thank her enough for that. It was a very fun experience. Um, certainly a very different experience from uh, <laughs> where we are now. <laughs> You're a different person than when you went on that podcast. The pit didn't exist then, but all of that aside... I agree with you. This is crushing to hear. Ashley Iaconetti mm -hmm. has now misattributed the creation of the term first sand to players a couple of times. I think it's just becoming the truth to her. Ashley, we beg you, we humbly beg you to properly attribute the creation of this term to us, Game of Roses. We did create first sand. Look, I, the other reason that it's crushing to me is that, yes, it is important if you're in you know, the first wave of players, let's say. But first sand is specifically meant for the first players who are touching sand because those are the ones who get storylines. There's plenty of people who will be there day one who they're not going to focus on. Yes, first sand is only goes to those first two players, the first male and female to arrive in paradise. That is it. Those are the only first sands. There are two players every season. Everyone else who comes in that uh, before the first rose ceremony is first wave. Everybody who comes before the second rose ceremony, second wave, so on and so forth. Next week, we're going to be back here and they're going to be using first wave. And, yeah. and, you're, and you're just like, oh, I think the players came up with it. Yeah, it's going to be grocery store. Joe came up with first wave. Wells Adams came up with first wave. <laughs> You know, we got the lore in there. That's 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 something. Well, no, I mean, look, that ultimately was one of our goals in the beginning of this coming up with the the various terms that we used to describe the different elements of the game. One of our initial goals was that players would start using it and that it would be absorbed into the game. I feel like we're there now. Ashley I, Kennedy is openly using it. Dark Lord Palmer is openly texting and, or uh, tweeting about who Jews and shit like that. Tyler Cameron has used it in an uh, E interview. It hasn't, none of our terms have appeared in the document yet, but I think we're mm -hmm. very close to that. That's within a year at this point, three to five years, as you like to say. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to that. <laughs> but now let's move on to this next clip. This next clip comes to us from Clickbait. The guest is Brandon Jones. This was October 27th. In this clip, again, Brandon Jones uses our terminology but uses it incorrectly here we go pretty much i get up there and you know you pull up in the suv and you're about to go talk to jesse and i pulled up and i guess she was like one of the first people on the beach and i was so excited to meet like you know a couple of the girls who you know i heard who were going to be there but i didn't know for sure if they're going to be there um when i was you know, first sand. Brandon, got some <laughs> some bad news for you. You were not first sand. You were 18th sand <laughs> this season on VIP. <laughs> but he is partnered with a with 
yeah. Serene, who was first sand. So yes. in a way, he is first sand. He is getting that that kind of treatment for their relationship. Well, he's getting a, a protected edit to be sure, but he ain't first sand. He is 18th sand. He's first wave. <laughs> I'll give him that. And that's an impressive thing too, because that does mean that you're at least in the first episode. That's a huge thing in terms of screen time, building your narrative. First wave is definitely a good thing. It ain't first sand though. First sand means they've scripted something for you that they want to last the entire season. Olio was the male first sand this year. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, but he is attaching himself to first female sand, Serene. Yeah. So it is like, if you have all eggs and she has all eggs, you're locked in. Yeah, this is a Dylan Barber, Hannah Godwin scenario. Yes. Um, also, I'm always so confused when people say Jesse. I'm like, who is that? <laughs> wow. I mean, that runs deep. Uh, That's a me problem. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear Ashley Kennedy be like, oh, yeah, we call Jesse Palmer Dark Lord Palmer. That's the players made that up. I want to hear that. <laughs> God, we might. <laughs> no, if anybody ever called Jesse Palmer Dark Lord, I will. I mean, that's it. That Basically, I will feel at that point we have controlled the game to a degree that I can rest easy. I feel like that could get in there. And it's just like a little tongue-in-cheek kind of thing with no attribution. I can, I can see that. Well, I will say this. <laughs> the show is now allowing us, the fourth audience, to bring in signs that we make into the After the Final Roses and the Tell-Alls. They are now allowing that. There is room on these signs to hide subliminal messages, to get in uh, certain gore nomenclature, DLP. I could see you, uh, you know, having like the letter D, the letter L, and the letter P highlighted in three different words. You know what I mean? (laughs) So that it stands up. Hidden messages are possible in these signs. That's all I'll say. That's right. Okay. But now let's move on. We're going to move past our the incorrect use of our uh, terminology, and we're going to start getting into some real Sauce Wars shit. So these next clips, we have five of them that come to us from Bachelor Happy Hour with guest Casey Woods from October 19th. In this first clip, <clears throat> Michelle Young asks Casey Woods his thoughts on people talking before the show and the possibility of going in clean without prior connections. And uh, he reveals that he has the capability to sling some of that sauce. Here we go. What is your opinion about people having full conversations before they get to the beach or having conversations? If someone, you know, a couple were to have a conversation about like, you're my person, we are meeting (laughs) up, right? Because Bachelor World is a small family. Once you're in it, it's weird. Everybody and there's, there's each other. no way Everybody around like each other. not talking to somebody at some point. Like everyone's DMing right? like when the seasons yeah. are going on. Like right? there's no way around that part. Exactly. But like w- to what extent and like to what extent of like it's unrealistic to say, OK, I'm never going to talk to you. I'm never going to acknowledge you. Like, no, that's 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 humane. Like you're going to do those things. But yeah, and, I, and as, I have, like, I have some friendly down, conversations too. Yeah, I think, like, I think when the, I think the, when the line blurs, when the line blurs, is when you start to make some really like a game plan. Game plan. Well, any game plan I think is is 
kind of screwed up. And and I, yeah. I think that it's, I just think that you're not buying into the actual process. Okay. Hard praising of the process there, Kate. Literally using the word process. You know, that's, that's some real deep shit. That's like using religious text. I'm praising the process. <laughs> Amen. Um, so he calls it the process. You're not giving into the process if you've come in with some kind of any conversation, basically, he's saying, like, of course, you got to have you're in each other's DMs. But it's when you come up with and then they put the word game plan in his mouth. He doesn't actually acknowledge that. But I think game plan, uh, strategy, rule book. These are all things the producers. These are terms that producers use very openly in the document and on these podcasts to essentially illustrate a, a pre-made plan is a bad thing. I this is this is certainly singing the sauce. It's praising the process. It's saying you can't do anything other than some DMs, I guess. But uh, it is it is hilarious to hear these conversations of people walking this line because they have demonized Piper and Brandon so hard that it's like. Well, are we walking that back a little bit as long as it's a couple that we like, like Serena yeah, and Brandon? Of course. Like it is it is a thing of beauty to behold to me. <laughs> well, it's that they just don't I mean, I when I hear shit like this, I'm constantly thrown back to early mezzanine era, early modern era, the post season 13, where we started to see uh -huh. at some of the tell-alls they would put up footage of uh, these mixers that the show would put together to have all players from different prior seasons kind of meet up and they would shoot footage of it. Now, this wasn't for anything other than a little clip they would play at the tell-alls to be like, look, we had this, you know, meet up in Vegas or this mixer in New York or whatever. And those were the precursors to what would become Bachelor Pad, to what would become Bachelor in Paradise, obviously. But this was all prior to social media. So really, literally, these players didn't know each other in most cases until they went to these mixers, which were controlled by producers. Mm -hmm. Now we're in an era where there is social media. All of these players have access to each other fucking literally immediately. They're all in group text chains and shit with each other, you know? So it's impossible to not have some prior contact. It's as they're saying, you know, once you're in the show, everybody's DMing everybody. That is literally just how it is. That's humane, as they say. Yeah, it's humane. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I was like, what? It's like, well, you, well we have to go to stagecoach. That's just humane. <laughs> <laughs> I want a fucking t-shirt that says stagecoach. That's just humane. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you get this idea here in this clip uh, that Casey is on the sauce side. He's praising the process and he's saying, don't come in with a game plan. Now, as we get into some mm -hmm. of these other clips, you're going to see he also can sling the fucking tea. I don't really know what he is. I don't know if he's a fence player or if I, I don't know. I mean, he still is beholden to the show. He's his season is still airing. He's not in it anymore, obviously, because of his IFI. But Bachelor of Paradise season eight is still airing. He's going on these shows now. So he is in some ways still under their control. And I can see that maybe being a part of why he's slinging sauce here. But again, we're going to get to some of these other clips that uh, 
<laughs> are, are very much in contrast to what he just did. But first, let's play this clip where Michelle Young weighs in on game plans and gameplay and then renders her opinion on some players she thinks might actually have game plans. Here we go. My biggest issue is when people have these conversations to make game plans, then come down to the beach and then portray to the world as if they don't know a single thing about each other. That's where I get issue with it. Because it's just like, okay, who are you fooling now? Like, just be honest, right? Like, it's okay to have interest. Honestly, it's okay to have conversations, like you said, to a certain uh. extent. But it's hard when people, you know, when you're acting and you're putting on a face, that and being dishonest about it and trying to, you know, almost like pull one over on the audience. Or okay, wait. Whoever. So then, Michelle, let me ask you this. No. Who from this season. No, no, no. If we're going to talk about this, who from this season is kind of rubbing you in that way? See, okay. I'm going to preface. Okay. I'm going to preface this by saying I truly, I truly, truly love Brandon and Serene together. I think they are they are my number one couple. They are the couple that I think is going to Well they're the like end. they're like the, the Joe the and Serena of last year. They are yeah like they are the couple that is they're the real couple. Like they are the couple that honestly when I'm watching them on the screen they like are, they're getting engaged. They love each other. They're gonna get engaged, but after this, like they're gonna make it through whatever shit storm comes. And like I feel like if any couple were to do that, that'd be them. Preface this by because you know the haters are gonna be like, Michelle's <laughs> jealous. No, like Brandon and I didn't work out for a reason. Nate and I didn't work out, and I'm happy that way that it didn't work out. Like my just because it didn't work work out with Nate doesn't mean that my person was somebody from my season. Okay. But what I will say is it is hard to watch knowing things that I have heard back when I was in a relationship of the depth of this and to like come down and watch people. What do you do? You know, like that's kind of like it, it's more just like, let's be honest. Like, let's tell the real genuine story because you are genuine, raw people and you they're great people. Mm -hmm. So then let's just let's be honest across the board. This clip. Uh, very interesting. I would just say this. First of all, let's get into the idea of being honest and being genuine across the board. As Michelle Young is claiming, that is what should happen when you come into paradise. And she's also making the allegation here that Brandon and Serene knew each other before, were probably engaged in some kind of a relationship online, and that they are not coming in clean. That's what she's alleging uh -huh. here. And she has certain specific information to that end. The idea that you can be honest on this show, let's take that first. This season specifically, they conscripted four players into a scripted scene where they acted against a fake suitcase and were throwing dildos around uh, in service of defaming another player who was not even there. Nothing in this show is honest. So to have this attitude, this is a very saucy and attitude. Obviously, it's got to be upheld on Bachelor Happy Hour mm -hmm. that there can ever be any honesty in this show is insane. And it, yes. it just falls flat immediately. As soon as she starts saying, come on, just come on to the beach and be honest. It's like n the producers are the ones telling all the lies. If you're not lying in service for them, and probably the producers are telling them to say that. Downplay how much you know each other. They know they've been DMing. They know all that shit. The phrase, just be honest, is laughable to me when I hear this. I'm like, oh yeah, just go down to the beach and be honest that you had a prior relationship yeah. and just get fucking blasted by the producers and the nation. I'm just like, yes, Piper and Brendan. It's all I think about when they are having these conversations. I'm like, 
you cannot be honest. Are you joking? Like people, like they lost sponsorships. Brandon lost hundreds of thousands of followers. Like just because it's a couple that you like more, Brandon and Serene, they're just changing the goalposts a little bit. And and of course, they're having fake conversations about like, what do you do? What's your job? I'm like, or even look at like, I would say, I kind of understand the Brendan and Piper thing because they also were talking about Instagram. It's like, yes, they knew each other before. That was one part of it. But they also got them on camera talking about Instagram numbers. And that is a very 4TWR thing. The other couple, though, that season that got run off the beach was Chris Connor and Alana Milne. Mm. They were not talking about Instagram. They said, yeah, we did meet at this thing. That's also where I met Jacinia Cruz. She was there. And she was kind of the third part of that love triangle that got edged out and she became the victim, et cetera, et cetera. They were honest. And look what happened. The producers fucking got Grocery Store Joe and his gang to launch them off the fucking beach before they had been there for 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. That is what you get if you are honest, Michelle Young. So that is clearly sauce being slung. Very interesting clip. But now we're going to move on to this next clip. And this one is real interesting. This is Casey Woods spilling some tea about the night he left, about the IFI and events that led up to it that we did not see in the document. He is revealing the edit, contradicting the edit on Bachelor Happy Hour. In my mind, there is nothing more T-esque than what he is doing right now in terms of his position in the sauce wars. We just heard him do all this fucking sauce about praising the process. Now he's going to do this? It's unbelievable. Let's hear this clip. If you would like to hear this clip and all the clips that we have in the rest of this Digging Deeper, you're just going to go to patreon.com slash game of roses and join us in the bottom of the pit you'll get access to this episode you'll get access to every other digging deeper we have done which at this point i don't even know how many there are i believe there are over 50 episodes now on the patreon and probably half of those are digging deepers we have some stuff that goes way back in history to do all-star seasons for nick Vial, caitlin bristow we talk about producers we talk about uh, the babies of Bachelor Nation, all kinds of stuff is in there. You're also going to get access to our Discord, uh, where there's a growing community of people talking about all things Bachelor, of course. And you're going to get access to our live shows that we do half an hour before the airing of the game on either Mondays or Tuesdays, depending on how the season is airing. And we answer questions. We have uh, fun in those. Pace Case is always... <laughs> wearing a tot in all of them so that's something to look forward to but we hope to see you very soon at the bottom of the pit it's the pit you can get it in and dig around in all this content it's the pit come on admit you want to eat up all these tasty tidbits it's the pit there's room enough to fit Everyone who wants to come in, it's the pit, you can get it in, and dig around in all this content, it's the pit, come on, admit, you wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits, it's the pit, there's room enough to fit, 
Everyone who wants to come in, it's the pit. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I, I saw that in... Um three-body problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. It's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact, Mm. they have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back, no questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. Sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura Frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. It was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. My mom loves hers. I'm throwing pictures of Skabuli and our cat up there. She's laughing. She's texting me. He's so cute. I wish I could meet him. It's the next best thing to to meeting my cat, really. You know, I love that it was so easy to set it up. I've recently learned I'm not good at uh, building things. (laughs) <laughs> and I need an easy install. And oh. this only takes about two minutes to set up the frame using the Aura app. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected, come with unlimited storage, so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. She'll be grateful it's not another sweater, and she'll love the frame to see more of you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A, Frames.com. Use code ROSES at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.